0: Welcome to the Notespire Music Artist Insight Podcast, giving you a unique insight into the music and ministries of independent Christian artists. Here's your host, Paul Gibbs. Thank you very much, Bob, and welcome, friends, to another edition of The Artist Inside. I got the honor and pleasure of talking to Grace Graber. She is from the uh, Pacific Northwest up in Oregon, but uh, for the last few years, she and her husband are residing in the Nashville area. She is uh, an art singer and songwriter. She's got a lot to share with us. Uh, She uh, songs uh, she's got out. Um, we're going to talk about those in just a moment. Um, and she also is a podcast host of the Grace Graber podcast. Uh, let's see, what else do I want to share before I hand it over to you? Uh, it just goes on and on. I'm, I'm just going to hand it over to you, Grace. How are you doing? <laughs> How's the weather and things in Nashville today?
1: I, I'm doing so good. You know, it's kind, it's sunny. It's a little chilly but it's good it's it's we're we're headed into fall so mm. i'm happy
0: fall is good isn't
1: it i love me a good pumpkin spice latte and like uh cozy clothes and mm. i love it
0: yeah yeah, I'm, uh, so many people are, are a big fan of pumpkin spice lattes, pumpkin spice, <laughs> coffee flavor. Everything. You see it everywhere. <laughs> everything. Yeah,
2: everything. But you
0: know what? I found out the other day, because I, I, on my on the Morning Blend show that I do twice a week here on the station, I was doing the, the coffee flavor of the week, or of the day, excuse me. And when I got to pumpkin spice, I was reading about that and telling people, you know what? It, it doesn't have anything pumpkin in it.
1: Yeah, it's kind of, isn't it like clove? Yeah, all this and other stuff. Like,
0: I mean, it's good. but... Yeah,
1: yeah. No, it's actually not. I think we've added it to pumpkins for so long that we kind of just like in our brain think yeah. those spices are the pumpkin. I guess like, so. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> uh, it's okay. You know, I guess it's it doesn't it's a it's a it's script it's a name, not a flavor. But that's that's yeah. good. Yeah. So are you? A, I asked you before. Are you a coffee drinker? Our listeners want to know.
1: I. Love coffee. If you, if you, you will find me with coffee, you will find me with Red Bull. I do love caffeine. It's my, yeah, I, I, I. Yep. I love
0: Cassie. It's your yeah. go-go juice. Yeah. Okay.
1: It's my go-go juice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amen. <laughs> amen. Well, Grace, you uh, you've got quite a uh, quite a story to tell, and we're gonna just uh, I'm gonna let you share whatever you would uh, you feel uh, appropriate to share with us today. But everything is on your website and. and uh, uh, guys, as you're listening, I want to point out Grace's website. In case you don't have the opportunity to, to stay with us for the whole interview, remember that you can hear this uh, anytime you want on your favorite podcast site. Just search for the Notespire Artist Insight Podcast. But check out Grace's website. It's gracegraber.com, Grace, G-R-A-C-E, and then Graber, G-R-A-B-E-R, Graber.com. Um, Grace, the music, uh, for you, does it go back to day one or is it something that kind of came along later?
1: No, music for me, um, it's always been a part of my life. Um, I grew up as a pastor's kid in Northern California PK and yeah, pastor's kid. Yeah. There you go. All the PK trauma I've experienced. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I get it. Um, so I grew up in Northern California and music really impacted me when I was um a preteen. Um I was bullied in middle school, physically and verbally assaulted um for being the only pastor's kid in town. So for my faith, really. Um mm. and it got so bad that my parents would take me out of one school district, put me in another, it spread on my space, so there was no way it was safe for me to go anywhere. So I um, had to be homeschooled. And when you go from like severe trauma like that into isolation. Um, I, i developed PTSD, um, and depression and became suicidal and music really didn't impact me until the night I wanted to take my own life. Um, Mm. a song popped into my head, just like you would get any song stuck in your head. And the lyrics told me that I was not alone. And I kind of sang myself to sleep that night instead of taking my own life. And, um, and i'm very grateful for that and then i became obsessed i i was like what 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 song would have an impact like that what song would make me feel that way um and discovered hawk nelson um and all the old christian rock bands back in the day and um and i would go to christian concerts as a form of kind of healing for my PTSD, I was afraid to leave the house and my parents didn't know what to do. So they'd take me to, um, Christian youth group rock concerts. And, um, and I would, I would meet those bands and I'd be like, man, these guys are so nice and I feel so safe here. But, um, if I go anywhere else and I know anyone, I don't feel safe. And Uh so, um, that's how I really discovered who Jesus was for me. And I was like, I want to be like them when I grow up. And so I began writing songs and um, the rest is history from there, but yeah, it, um, and then I didn't really pursue music until about three years ago because I had a car accident in my early adult um, life and, um, lost my ability to play guitar. I literally, I, I for a while did not think it was kind of in the books for me to ever pursue music. And mm, then, yeah. um, I got healed and, um, and, uh, started beauty school, wanted to pursue that career. And, um when I started beauty school, the Lord said I'm establishing this career so you can pursue music and I said, Ha ha. And uh, and she was right. I um I got a job and that spa that I worked for, it put out a nationwide songwriting contest and I won. And so that is how I wow. got my foot in the door. Yeah. Isn't that funny how God would use like a spa to like
0: <laughs> Yes. Oh my yeah, goodness. So, that wow. Yeah. Two things totally unrelated, but God connected them
1: yeah I mean and and the more I told my story about how Hawk Nelson one of their songs changed my life, the more people were like where like where have you been like what mm-hmm. what on earth like we need more stories like that? like not enough people get into music because music saved their life or changed their life. They usually get into it because it's you know it's fun or like it's something they always wanted to do and um, and I just, I just want to be Hawk Nelson for someone else. Like they were for me. And, um, I, and that's why I've kept my, like the rock in my sound and, um, stayed true to that. I, it's, I just want to do what they did for me. And, um, I am so grateful for their faithfulness as bands. Um, cause now I know how hard it can be. Yeah. Um, it's like, man, the fact that they stayed faithful to it and pushed through and they, they, they saved my life. So um, I'm just trying
0: to do that for someone else. That is awesome. I, I love hear, hearing you say that because that's <laughs> an encouragement. Uh, yeah. Grace. I think that's an encouragement to those mm-hmm. who are, are thinking, yeah, I've got this gift of music. I've written some yeah. songs, but nobody's going to hear them. Nobody's hearing them, et cetera, et cetera. But man, you, yeah. ju- you just don't know. I mean, Hawk Nelson could yeah. never have probably dreamed What that song? Oh,
1: Jason. Jason was like Jason had remembered me when I was sixteen. I listened to a radio interview he did because we released a song together last year. Yeah. Um, and uh, he said that he had remembered me, but he he uh, he just remembered me as a shy kid, always, you know, kind, and and just didn't think anything of it. You really, I don't think we as artists really. Realize the kind of impact we have. Yeah. Um. When it comes to social media, when it comes to being live shows, I was just at a festival this last weekend, and it's like, like those kids. If you're out with them, hanging out with, I mean, it's just, you just, I don't know how that's going to affect the rest of their lives. You just mm-hmm. don't know, and so you, you be faithful to where God's placed you, and you, um, and you and you do it. You just do it for them. It might save their life.
0: Yeah that's that's awesome I, I think i don't think we can stress that enough to no yeah, yeah. to people so you've had a couple of songs uh I, again i'm referring to your website here the, <laughs> the light and do it for me yeah yeah, yeah. the light guys the,
1: the conversations ep came out oh my gosh when did it come out not earlier this year last year I can't remember. What month is it? Oh, it it's just, October. <laughs> oh well, my gosh. Yeah, it came out this year. Okay, okay wow. in April. It feels in like April. a year ago. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so um, I got to Nashville. Well, Before I got to Nashville, I after I released my first um, ever project um, as an artist called In My Head, I, um, yeah, essentially uh, I got depressed and I got anxious and um I, no one no one's made for any kind of attention I like to say you know like no one's made for any kind of like publicity. like you yeah. we weren't made to be famous at all like right. um whether whatever you call fame and um so I experienced like whew, something deep and heavy that I could not self-medicate and that Um, I was like, I should be happy. I should, this is like my dreams happening and like, I have everything I've ever wanted, but I wasn't really like a thousand percent in the word, And, um, I felt guilty because I was writing you version devotional plans and like, not, not getting filled myself, you know, and I was putting so much out and I was so depressed. And, um, so I went back on medication um, before I moved to Nashville, and um, I was in a songwriting session with my friend Holly Hollowell. She's another artist. Look her up. Um, I was—we were writing "Do It For Me." Um, like I know you're gonna do it for me, Lord. Like this is this is happening. My dreams happening. And then we got done with the song, and um, I was like, I think I have to tell you something. Like I haven't been completely honest. Like this is amazing what God's doing, and um, it probably looks like really cool from your end. And she's like, yeah, like you look like you have it all together. And I said, well, I just got put back on antidepressants and Mm. um, anxiety medication. And, um, and, um, I'm trying to like, you know, uh, detox from alcohol and all that. And, and she was like, what? I would have never knew that based off your social media, based off the content I was putting out. I was like, yeah, I, I, I really want to talk about it more because, um, no one prepares you for anything really. Um, and like, I just, all I do is see these Christian artists, right. And you don't know what they're struggling with. And I was right. like, what if I took what I was currently struggling with? And I was just like, super honest about that, uh, <laughs> like yeah. straight up and not like talk about it in past tense. And so I wrote, after I got off the phone with her, I, I wrote conversation and, um, talking about drinking and talking about going back on anxiety medication and and it's like why don't we talk about it and have a conversation and i sent that to um my friend who is my N.R. and he said grace like i was terrified i was like this would never go on ccm radio like people aren't gonna like listen to this they're gonna shame me because i'm talking about drinking and medication and all that and he's like grace this is like base of your next project you're gonna create a project off of this yeah and that was so encouraging to me and then i found my producer blake cross i found him and he heard the song just me playing it on guitar and he said i don't care what it takes i'm producing that and um then it, it turned into a whole project and um a conversation i wrote on my own and the light i wrote on my own and the light was. Um, just like, kind of like you, like, you can't just keep everything in the darkness anymore. When you, when you take it into the light, no one talks about the intensity of like how it feels because it's, it's really bright and it's painful. And it's like, it's not, it's so easy for us as Christians to go like, yeah, bring it out of the darkness and into the light. Right. Yeah. But then like what, no one prepares you for what that feels like, or like prepares you for like what to expect with that. And Mm -hmm. so I really wanted to capture a song about like still feeling torn between you and your identity, and 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 um, talking about all of these feelings you might feel. Bringing it, so that's where the light came from. It opened up the project, and then believing God would do it for me, and um, having a conversation. And then this one's for you. Was the last song on that project. It um, I wrote that with a story with a couple of hit songwriters, uh, Tony Wood and Chris Cleveland. Lights go dim, and um, we. I told them my story, and they say we're writing you a song that tells your story right now and then i was like if i could get jason on this that'd be cool wow. and then, bada bing bada boom you know like he's getting calls from everyone in nashville going there's a girl who said you like saved her life and, yeah. like, and he's like i i've literally mm-hmm. been out of music for 20 years like, <laughs> <laughs> okay you know and wow. um yeah so i mean it, yeah it's been it's been a really the conversations ep was truly my launch i feel um and um, i have an amazing team who helped me with it and now i get to tour those songs and um i'm very i'm very grateful
0: wow yeah it's quite, what what a journey what a journey and yeah
1: that's only been like two years and that's just like, two years I, I i' my my um anr he he keeps telling me he's like you have had a 10-year career in two years mm. and i'm like I, I feel like that i have whiplash it's been it's been nuts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Reminds me of the question. So what are you going to do now? I'm going to Disney. i, mean,
1: I keep no, Oh, no, you just... can't get... I just started. You can't get rid of me. If yeah, this is yeah. the start. Well, what the heck? Where are we headed? Amen. You
0: know? Amen.
1: Yeah. I think... I think... So for a while, I just... Before I went to beauty school and all that, and after the car accident, I was sitting in this, in this limbo of like, ah, do I make music again? Oh, it didn't... I don't know what it sounded like. And I had... a a friend who's not a believer just called BS on all of it. He just said, you need to decide if you're going to make music, you're going to make music no matter who listens to it. Like you have to be okay with that. And so it really took me a while to just be okay with, um, I'm going to make songs and if no one hears them dope. And I finally became very content with that. and And then I won that songwriting contest and it was like, Oh my gosh. It just became a lot. And then, you know, so what's next is keep going. Um, release some more. I'm working on an album and, um, I'm, i I want to tour as much as I can. I just, I've started doing that and I love being on the road. And, um, and I want to show people too, that, um, especially Christian music artists, like that you can have a successful career. Um, if you're self funded, cause I, I'm not signed. Um, I don't have a label backing me up. I fund all of this myself with my full-time job and mm-hmm. um so it's like I, I really want to break that narrative that like your dreams have to happen this way because I got to Nashville and then that was an option but God has just opened the doors um in a lot of different ways uh, and I really want artists to know like you know you don't have to go just one route. Success looks different for yeah. everybody.
0: So, yeah. I've talked to a lot of independent artists that uh you know it, it's it's changed what from what it used to be. Everybody yeah. used to be one. it used to well, got to get signed to a label, but not anymore. Uh we talked to uh Josie and Tina Marie of the Josie Music Awards uh, a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago and they 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 confirmed that probably at least half of the independent uh-huh. artists are going to stay independent they have no desire to to uh to join a label yeah yeah you're you're in the same boat i'm thinking
1: i i i'm glad i started that way yeah Yeah. i've i've seen all my some of my mentors in my life they used to be in um all those old rock bands we grew up listening to and they've had that experience and they've and i have so many signed friends that like they just say hey grace like just do you like don't focus on that you can kind of get distracted i'm in the business of saving lives not in the business of getting signed and so um whatever i can do to save lives if that is a label opportunity and that comes later we can i'll talk about it but i don't i I, that would be i think that would totally take away from what i'm trying to do right now if i focused on that so um yeah
0: yep I, I like that. And you said, uh, I'm going to repeat what you said earlier about, I'm just going to do music. I don't care if anybody hears it. I'm just going to do, uh-huh. make music. Yeah. And that, yeah. that that's really where we need to start. I love that.
1: Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I I live in Nashville, you know, everyone wants yeah. their songs heard. Oh, sure. And, um, and everyone's like, why are you doing Christian music? You know, you do rock and rock's not really in the Christian realm anymore. And and it's like I don't, I don't care. Label it whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm gonna write songs based off mental health, and they're directed towards Christians because there is not enough representation in the church um, as far as um, people who are suffering. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, like,
1: right. Like I want my goal is to reach the people who are uh, want to leave church and don't feel like anyone's like them, and then they see, oh my gosh, someone like me. Where it's like, oh if she feels like she belongs in church i think i can stay
0: right you know there you like, go right. Like, right right yeah yeah right uh, i'm going to quote from your from your website here just for a second grace you said the ministry this Excuse me, this ministry, the rest of my music, none of this is about me. And you said it's about what God wants to do in his people, specifically through mental health, which is an epidemic right now. We need to be talking yep. about it more. I'm not doing music for me to get on radio or to get signed. I'm doing music to save lives. I, yeah. I, wow. That's powerful.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, how, like, how else do I say? I, right. I mean, I've had the meetings, I've had the conversations with people and the business conversations like, Hey, what about if you did it like this? Or it's like, there is no playbook. Like we're, we're lying. You're lying to me. If you can tell me, you know how to make this work. Yeah. Like, you, no one knows how to make it work with social media nowadays. And, no, that's for sure. Um, And so it's like, you know, like I just, I'm sa- I'm trying to save lives. I'm trying to be out with the people and I think that's why I love the road so much is because I I want to be out with those people who are struggling. That that's like my goal, that's my purpose. That's what um gets me on fire for what who God is. Um and so um yeah, I'd be lying to say if I want wanted anything else. Mm. Um I think being on the road has really like like really confirmed that for me and like I have a great manager and booking agent who finds me those people, those small towns that it's like, no one's usually visiting these towns. Like th- those are my people. That's where I want to be.
0: Right. I love that. I talked to, uh, many artists and, and I've done this myself as, uh, to visit those small venues, whether it's a small church that maybe has five or 10 or 20, 25 people, Uh, Mm -hmm. the older, older generation. And, and, you know, those of us artists, uh, and I've done this myself, uh, you know, we go there and sing the traditional hymns because that's, that reaches them. Uh, You are doing the same thing, maybe in a different, uh, slightly different way, different venue, but Mm -hmm. we need to do that. We don't want to go out and say, Oh, Okay, I need to do, a, if I can't get a crowd of an audience of 1,000 or 5,000 yeah. or 10,000 people, uh, then I'm not going to do it. But what I think mm-hmm. what a lot of don't, people don't realize, um, and maybe you can, you can uh, take over on this little thought, is that when you do that huge crowd, you may be singing your songs, you may be giving a testimony, you may be talking from the platform, but then once you leave the platform, people aren't seeing you again. You're getting back on your bus, uh-huh. back in your car, and you're leaving. Yeah. I
1: mean, someone, I went to this retreat a long time ago and someone said, if you want to sing to a big crowd, go to Africa, (laughs) like (laughs) go on a missions trip. If you want to, if you're looking to sing in front of a really big crowd, go on a missions trip to Africa, that place will be packed out. And, um, but if you're in it for the people and a specific demographic, then you find that demographic you find those people and you stay true to that, you mm-hmm. know, like if I wanted to play for a lot of people, it'd be really, it could, it could, I mean, I'll go downtown Broadway with my guitar, you know, and sing in front of a lot of people. But like, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, also, how are you going to build like the fans that are like forever, mm-hmm. you know, or like the people who are, will like, make sure you're like, they, I don't like, how do you get those dedicated people? Like to support if you're you not. Yeah. If you're not like, you know, just making it, it's an experience when people have me out, like they're paying to have me out, not just to show they're not paying for just show they're paying for me. Like, right, yeah. and so it's like, if, if they're doing all that for me, oh my gosh, like the least I can do is be present at like dinner times or um, just I always I always try to walk around the venue before the set starts and just right. thank people for being there because it's like because then they'll be like, oh my God, that's my friend. Like I just yeah. met her. I know her. yeah, and then it's like, of course, the set's gonna be better because they feel like they know, you know, like I don't know. and then there's they, a lot of different ways people do it. yeah sure
0: and and then they they know your story either before or after. Yes. and they can yes. that allows you to help them even more because now there's a connection.
1: Well, yeah, no, now they feel like they can actually talk to me because I'm the one who made the initial, like, hey, how's it going? That's You right. know, like, it's like, it's not like, it's not like, a, oh, hey, this is Grace Graber and I'm on stage. And then they have to find the courage to walk up to me at the merch table. Some of these people who are struggling and maybe have autism or on the spectrum in some kind of way, mm-hmm. they don't have the, um, like, some of them just can't do that. Right. Like they can't just so you have yeah. to you have to walk up to them, you yeah. know? Like so it's yeah, you you just have to have some grace and um yeah.
0: Yep, you have to, yeah, and that's such an encouragement. I I mean uh, to know that you're doing that grace and also to I mean this is a reminder and an encouragement to other artists who are yeah. in the same thing, doing the same thing. Okay, this is what you need to do. And this is, it works. Uh, it's yeah, the only God,
1: formula is people. Like, the only yeah. formula here is people. So, if you're not putting people first, um, yeah, it of course it gets hard. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. <laughs> it's know? never yeah. about just the music, is it?
1: Yeah, no, yeah. no. Yeah. Unfortunately no yeah.
0: but but uh, yeah we're connecting it's about relationship it's about yeah. uh, in the ministry it's it's a it's a whole uh, it's a, the whole picture is just it's the music yes and it's but it's also what are you yeah. doing with that music etc cetera, etc cetera. so grace let's talk about your podcast Can we talk about that a little bit yeah. uh, you've got uh, it's
1: kind of on a hiatus right now i got really busy all right. but i've been interviewing mental health professionals and people um that are in programs that deal with people who might struggle with their mental health. And, um, yeah. and, uh, yeah, it's, it's been really cool. I've made a lot of really good connections, specifically in Nashville, like connecting with some of the trauma centers here. And, um, and yeah, um, it's, it's been, it's just, I'm just trying to, you know, use my platform as much as I can. Mm. It started as like a suggestion thing where I'm going to, interview other artists and then it just felt kind of like well that's fun but like what if I interviewed someone who does like I interviewed a behavioral coach at a a high school it's like oh my gosh she works daily with trying to help uh, high school kids manage their be like manage their emotions and stuff Mm -hmm. so it's like oh my gosh that's so cool so I talked to her about training and what that looked like like how do you get into that position and also like why did you want to? And usually people share their own story about it, so it's been really fun.
0: Wow, I love that. I love that <laughs> and uh so guys, you can check out the Grace Graber podcast grace g-r-a-b-e-r graber podcast it looks uh grace like the last one was with the delilah counseling center Joy. yeah andrea owner licensed therapist at the delilah counseling center I yeah love
1: it's them. a woman's center in nashville yeah, yeah. and awesome. she talked about group therapy which i totally forgot was like even an option you know like oh we don't have to go to one-on-one therapy we can go to a group therapy and yep. like here, here other people do therapy with what I'm doing, you know, like, so it, yeah. was
0: really,
1: it was really cool. It was a good conversation if you oh. want to check it out. And yeah.
0: Yeah. Guys, do, please do check out Grace's podcast. Will you be, uh, yeah, I know you're, you're really busy right now, but uh, yeah. I'm assuming that you'll probably uh, have some new ones there uh, before too long. So guys subscribe yeah. to that if you, uh, if you get a chance. Yeah. Grace, what you know what I'm really, uh, in this whole thing that we're talking, what I'm really uh, f- sensing and what really rises to the top is that you're doing, you've got your music, You're you're using, like you said, your platform to try to make a difference in people's lives. And if I may say so, and yet at the same time, you're not saying I've been there and I've I've beaten this thing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You're saying I'm, uh-huh.
0: I'm kind of like still there, but by, uh, but by the grace of God, I'm, I'm not, it's not defeating I'm me. I'm still living. You're still yeah, here. I'm
1: still living. Yeah. you, know, you want to so share funny? about that? That is so funny, Paul. One of the songs I'm working on an album right now. One of the songs is called by the grace of God. Mm. So when you just said that, I got goosebumps. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Amen. by the grace." and those are the lyrics by the grace of God. I'm still living. Um, yeah, no, I think it's dumb for me to like, like, I'm still working on things. I go to therapy every week. Sure. I still take medication. Um, I technically still have a PTSD diagnosis that, um, has turned into almost like complex PTSD where it, it manifests in like, not manifest, but it shows in like ADHD and shows in like depressive episodes and, um, yeah like I it's you can't just pray that stuff away right. yeah <laughs> like,
2: you can't just like, turn it I off mean, I
1: can I can break strongholds, I can pray against any powers that might be, but um, when I was eleven, I was hit by females my age mm. and my brain developed um with okay, females my age are not safe,
0: right, okay. I can understand. That. So,
1: so my PTSD, I still I struggle having like female friendships. I do have some really close female friends that and mentors that know that now and are super good at um are I'm super good at communicating when something might feel, you know, intense. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like I I I Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I know, I know God can just take it away in an instant, but I think if he did, I wouldn't really understand what people are going through now. And, um, I know like we, you know, my weakness is his strength and it's not weak to struggle with your mental health by any means. In fact, it's human, but, um, sometimes when it becomes a weakness, um, in just daily activities, I know, I know he's going to use that. He doesn't waste anything. And yeah. so, yeah, I'm still going through it. And it's kind of, it's kind of hard to like, um, it's not as intense some days and it's not as, um, healthy other days, you know? So it's like, right today, I love asking people how, what, what's it like to be you today? Because mm. it's like, we, I, cause I don't know what I'm going to be like tomorrow or the next day. And wow. that's the problem with mental health. So it's like, how are, how are you? Paul, how are you? What's it like to be you today?
0: Yeah, that's oh my goodness! I've never heard anybody ask that question.
1: Yeah, that, I mean,
0: it, you know, we just we today, just usually say how how are you? You know, oh, I'm I'm fine.
1: Yeah, well, I got that from Bob Goff. Um, that question. Um, when I'm doing a Bible study in my church, and and I've really taken that question because it's it's easy to go how are you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. It's like no, what's it like to be you today? And it's kind of like uh,
2: well, wow. I feel
1: overwhelmed or today I feel I feel ready to rest I'm excited to be home I've got my cat and so I'm I'm also preparing for the Christmas concert so I'm just you know like today I feel I feel restful you Mm -hmm. know and so it's it's restful to be me today um but you know some days it'll be like overwhelming um I feel uh, it's it's like I, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm an employer to some people and, um, also working for others. And so it's like, like there's a tension I live with, you know, like, you just just never know. You just really don't know. Like, you just don't know what today is going to be like. And, and that is why breaking the stigma of mental health, that depression looks one way and anxiety looks another. And it's so important is like, um, to normalize just being able to be human every day.
0: And it's okay, isn't it?
1: That's totally okay. Oh my gosh. If it wasn't like we would have a yeah. lot more mental institutions.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. You know, like
1: yeah. Oh you know, yeah. my goodness.
0: Yeah. I think people and people need to know it's okay. I mean, Grace, I even have to tell myself sometimes when I feel fatigued mm-hmm. and tired. I have to remind myself it's okay. It's okay and to think, be a little tired. Yeah.
1: In ministry in the church. Yeah. That's a hard thing. It is. Because what they what they want, you know, you feel you it's easy to feel shame for not having a heart of gratitude even though you've worked a fourteen hour day without any breaks. Right. Like people don't it's hard because I as a pastor's kid, I would do everything from being the usher to do the kids class to lead worship. I, I've I've been there. I've worked full time at a church my entire life. And it's, like, people don't, like, in the church, it's not, uh, breaks aren't really, like, looked happily on. Like, it's almost looked down on if you feel like, if you vocalize that this is too much. And that's just not healthy. No, it isn't. Um, And so, as Christians, I feel like we've kind of been trained um, that that's not even okay to speak up, that we're, like, burnt out or, like, if we do, we have to go on a sabbatical, which that doesn't, mm. I mean, taking a month, so many months off break isn't just going to like erase all the hurt and no. emotions you might have felt. Right. Yep. So, um, yeah, I think I think that's also something, Um, yeah, people don't feel like they're actually working, like they don't feel like they're justified that they're working yeah. a full time. Anyone right. in ministry right now, if you're listening to this. Seriously, hear me out. Like you're working like two full-time gigs. You're exhausted. You're getting no sleep, running on caffeine, which will spike your adrenaline and give you an even bigger dopamine hit and then an even bigger low because your body's trying to replenish that dopamine. Like it's like that burnout is like super valid. And like, yeah, you're doing a lot.
0: Mm -hmm. And don't feel guilty. All right if, if oh, don't, don't no. feel guilty if you're tired it's okay it's don't feel guilty if you have to rest i'll be uh, I, my hands we going have up, to
1: sleep we're human beings our brain have... literally has to repair it yeah, yeah. yeah that's
0: good right right somebody listening out there let me see some hands all right yeah there we go good good <laughs> All right, uh, I talk, guys, you know, you know, Paul. I, I talk about coffee all the time, but I don't drink it all that much. I do I, I talk about it more than I drink it. I have to rest, and and you know. But honestly, Grace, I, I feel, uh, and i be you know being transparent here. I just I, I feel like if I, if I have to rest, I feel guilty. I can't. Oh, I'm not getting anything done. But uh you know we do like you said we do have to do that and and that uh, guilt is not coming from it's not coming from the lord he's he's asking us to rest but if we're feeling guilty about it that's coming from the other guy right
1: Yeah well I mean he made us bodies to stay alive and so if our body is literally like I need this to stay alive we're actually kind of not like being disobedient to the way god created our bodies
0: Mhm Amen Amen I like that So yeah let's finish up with uh some some ideas some some words some words of encouragement grace because we've uh, yeah. and we've touched on so many things here today and uh, I know that we've got we've piqued people's interest and I want to remind <laughs> you guys again that you can hear this pot this uh, interview at uh, your favorite podcast site anytime you want uh, once again well, we'll talk about visiting your website and stuff in a second grace but what words of encouragement would you have and i know that you're in a unique position to be able to really offer some encouragement encouragement to people today.
1: Yeah. You're not alone. I always, I say that it's on all the merch, it's on all the things, like, because like so many people feel like, and what I mean by you're not alone is like, Oh, I have bad days too. No, I've had intrusive thoughts. I've thought about taking my own life. Mm. Um, someone close to you has too. um, I've thought about things that I feel like I couldn't speak up about because it wasn't my brain, it was actually my mental illness, putting that in my brain. I've, I've been there. And and it's actually, it will not surprise people the way you think if you do speak up, like it'll actually bring relief and bring healing. And it will be a huge weight off your your chest. And, it, and it's hard. It's like no one talks about how intense it is to um, bring those out in the open, like because it is like what you're feeling. If you're holding on to these thoughts and something like it's like, oh my gosh, if I tell them I'm afraid of their response. Like, unfortunately, because of the world we live in, it will not surprise anyone. And I think I think we, you know, we'll ask es- you'll escalate the way you think people will respond in your head and all of that, but it's really not gonna be as bad as you think. And um and and healing doesn't look like being trapped in a dark room. Like healing looks like having a community around you to lift you up when things get hard Mm. to have people you're able to call and who know, like I have accountability partners that know what I struggle with and check on me. And I, and I'm, I'm vocal and honest about, I never, I, even with my band, it's like, I always say, I don't want the devil to use anything against us. So here's everything, you know, like you, you just, you just, that's all, that's all we have. And God's going to use you and wants to use you and wants you to be free of some of those things in order to use you. And so um, it's not going to surprise people. And in fact, it's just going to bring more people to Jesus if, um, if you do pursue healing and have a testimony through it. So um, you're not, you're, when I say you're not alone, you, you truly will not be um, misunderstood.
0: Wow. Good words. Very good words. Thank you. Yeah. So, friends, please do check out Grace Graber's website. We've had a great time, Grace. We could t- we could talk for another <laughs> hour, but I know. Yeah. I know. Well, let's get. You know what? I always I always tell people we, the door is not closed. Why don't we get together maybe early in the year and uh, catch up and see what's going on? Well, I've
1: got an album I'm 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 saving up for right now. There and, you go. Uh, I'll I'll have new music. I'm sure you'll. Get a do. notification when that happens. Yes. So, yeah, Absolutely. that's a
0: good idea. We'll talk then when, it, when that comes out, when it's been out a bit or whatever, we'll talk, we'll get on and talk about that. So guys, check out gracegraber.com. You're going to be blessed, I know, by uh, the music and things that she shares there, learn more about her and her ministry. We've just kind of scra- uh, scratched the surface here today. but um, <laughs> So Grace, what's coming up? Uh, you know, it might be, too late for when people actually hear this, but what's, uh, you've got a Christmas, uh, tour, Christ- Yeah, I'll
1: be, I'll be from Arizona, Nevada, California, West coast, honestly, okay. um, from December 1st through the 22nd. So, um, if anyone wants to have me out and then we're, I'm actually doing the breakthrough tour, um, in, uh, all year next year. Cool. So spring, fall. If anyone wants to have me out, if you guys want to have me out, please, mm-hmm. I'll be on the um the road with Lavertier. Um, he is actually my neighbor, <laughs> wow, and a great artist, cool. yeah. And um and he'll be on the road with me and and sharing his stuff because he has a really strong testimony. And so, and we're just we want to see some breakthroughs. And so that's the title of my my upcoming album and um and the tour and all of that is it's the breakthrough.
0: So a breakthrough, great. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, guys, you you've heard it. Check it out, and you know <laughs> what, if, guys, if you're if you're if you're listening, and you, really something that Grace has said today has really connected with you, would you let her know that? Find, find, we can find you on Facebook, right, Grace?
1: Yeah, and then I did want to I did want to share a Go resource ahead. that I have. Yeah. Um, I'm actually sponsored by BetterHelp.com. So if someone's listening and they um, feel like they want to talk to a licensed therapist like ASAP, you can head over to BetterHelp.com/slash Grace Graber Music.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and get 10% off your first month of therapy. Um, ah. That's. I take care of that. Yeah. Good. So, I'm, I'm glad yeah. you
0: said that because there is a there's a link on your website. Yep. 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 BetterHelp. Go check it out. Yep. Yes, guys. betterhelp.com. Check that out. And uh, but again, reach out uh, to Grace on Facebook, Instagram, wherever. And you know, just uh, it. I know it'd be a real encouragement, guys. To we're trying to encourage you, but it'd be a, it would be an encouragement to her as well if you just re- reach out and say, you know what? Hey, I heard you. I heard you and Paul talking about on the, on the radio or on the podcast. She nice. would like to hear that as well. Well, Grace, we wish you. We wish and pray the best for you uh, as you. into the holidays season here and with everything that you've got coming on. And uh, thank you. Thank you so much for what you've shared. I know what what you've been through um, and what you continue to go through and that God will use that uh, to, uh, you know, not only to keep supporting you and all that you're trying to do uh, and all that you're going to do, but also uh, to help and support others as well. So God bless you for that. Yeah.
1: God bless you guys. Thanks for
0: having me. You're very Thank welcome, you. Grace. We'll talk to you again sometime. Until then, take care.
1: All yep. right. Okay. Yeah, have a good one. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to NoteSpire Radio Artist Insight. We hope you've enjoyed the program today. And join us next time when we again bring you a unique look into the lives, music, and ministries of Christian artists. Here on NoteSpire Radio Artist Insight.